Kokorongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Ko rero flowing a te hoka force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nga ko nga whakapiri mai ki te Ko papa tino whakahira hira Whakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tari ngā hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kane kane move that body Kane kane move Hoki mai rā e ngā iwi ki te Ki te punua pāho o Taringa Taringa, ai Tēnā tātou e te iwi e te ao whānui Here we are coming at you from the bustling metropolis of Te Awamatu I just got to say it's so nice to have some lights in our studio for once So you will know we sit in this dark room It's got four walls, it's black it's you know, soundproofed it's out. It's soundproof, and I never knew it had windows behind <laughs> those soundproof things. Yes, and we come in here today, and someone's let the light in. Yep, and may we let some light perhaps into your lives <laughs> as you listen to us today. Yes. Then yes. Ko mawa no tēnei, ko praone tēnei, mawa ko Erika Sinclair. All right. Te uri o te nui, and right. photographer extraordinaire. I am sitting here with Parone Gloin, now. Te reo Māori, what would you call yourself? Yeah, what would you call me? I'd call you a bit of a tohunga, even though you're young. <laughs> to me, anyway. Thanks. You're like up here and I'm down here still still finding my way. So I'm you're hum- a tohunga in my journey. I'm humbled. I just want to do a little plug, though. So I was at a book launch this morning. Yes. So I was given the honour to launch a book, and it was a children's book. Oh, cool. Penned by Raukura Roa. Oh, cool. Yeah, and I think her and her younger sister, Anne Roa, who's gone over, she's moved to Korea. Yeah. Or Korea. And Hariru Roa, the other younger sister, used to has been on Taringa. Yes, she has. Yes, yeah. she used to work for Te Wānanga o Te Roa. And her pepe, Hine Kori Kori, yeah. stars in the book. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I launched it today. Well, they launched it today. I got to do the karakia for it and I got all this lovely wairua from the tamariki I was with this morning. Yeah. It just sort of invigorated me with, you know, because I'm involved in a lot of heavy kaupapa, I mm-hmm. would say, and things. And it's just good to get... Getting there with the tamariki and today and uplifting one. Yeah. What's the book about? Is it a, about hine kori or? Yeah, it's a read along. It's a read along book. Well, I think it's a read along. Well, we read along with it anyway because <laughs> Raukura, she read the book. They had it on big screen and she yep. read with it and sort of done the white and all the kids and the kayako got into it. So it's pretty cool. So. Awesome. So I'm going to put a plug in there for the book. It's called Aiare e Kare. Ai are e kare. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's got a website or anything, but we'll put some details up on our Taringa page. I think it would be a great book to read along to. Ngā ko hunga hunga. Yeah. Mean, ka ngā ngaro. Ka ngā ngaro. That's awesome. I love to hear about Māori people doing cool Māori stuff. That's right. E harai te me i mau mau te aro atu. Wasn't oh, a waste of time. No. Nice segue. Yeah. Nice segue. I had to do it. Momo Teruatu is our kiwaha for this week. A translation for that would be waste of time or waste yeah. of time paying attention to that. Yeah, waste of time. Momo Teruatu. Momo Teruatu. Yeah, Momo Teruatu. Whenever yeah. I hear, hear that word, actually, I always think of Momo Kai, Momo Tangata Itepo. Yeah. You know, from back in Tuhoi. Well, whenever I hear Momo, I just think Momo Kai cause, or Momo. 
Yeah. That was where we, you know, we grow up with. So do something if you're not using it or you're wasting it. It's Momo. Yeah, so don't waste your time. And I said one before was like, it was wait a timer. <laughs> yeah. That cooked me up. What a transliteration. Yeah, that's from your relations. That's from down, that's, I've heard that from oh, down the man. coast. Not surprised. Yeah, wait a timer. Wait a timer. Yeah. So Momo Tarawatu, don't pay any, waste of time paying attention, don't even, yeah. So Momo Tarawatu. Momo Tarawatu. Patapatai. Oh, here we go. Part three. Wahanga tuatoru. Aye. So we've been really enjoying these ones, actually. Have you now? Oh, I said we have. No, so we have. I hope no, you I have. have. Yeah, no, I, have. <laughs> I thought you meant like we, like you and the audience, everybody that's listening. But no, I oh, am enjoying them. No, too. I haven't been enjoying them, but it's really interesting to just go from these suggestions from Facebook and see where it takes you. Yep. It's been cool. And this is really about what wānanga is as well. Yeah, yeah. So wānanga as a noun is a place of learning and wānanga as a verb is discussion, deliberation, talking, sharing of thoughts, sharing of kōrero. So yeah, oh, and, learn, awesome. and learning. Yeah. What an awesome meaning to the word wānanga. Yes, and there you go. And if you want, you can come to the wānanga. <laughs> you know, I've had people feedback that, you know, we don't actually go OTT pushing te wānanga o because I think Taringa wasn't born out of that. So, you know, we're not doing any placement advertising or... I mean, everybody knows that this is a wānanga initiative anyway, yeah. so we don't have to be saying te wānanga o te Yeah, hard or, up. Like te wānanga o te roa, like every three seconds te wānanga well, o te Well, if we've done that, then people won't want to listen to us anymore. Right. So, pātai. Since we were just talking about the Roa sisters and you mentioned Raukura, mm-hmm. that reminded me of how recently I was at the Ngāti Haua Kurareo. Oh, tika. And Raukura actually was taking the, the Karanga Wānanga That's with right. all the ladies. Yep. And she was awesome. But I just see here, we had a suggestion from Tia Mac and she wanted us to talk about Karanga, Whaikōrero and Karakia Māori. Hmm. We, we've done an episode on karanga, mm-hmm. and I think we've done one on whai kōrero, but I think maybe something we can talk about to do with karanga is, because I've had people ask me, and I'm, I'm a, you know, I acknowledge I'm a tāne, mm-hmm. so I don't want to get any of our wahine out there that are apt and knowledgeable in the karanga to get their backs up with anything, any whakaro I share, but as a boy growing up, I was around karanga a lot because, you know, my nanny done a lot of karanga. Yeah. And, and you spent um, a lot of time with your nanny, eh? Yeah, yeah. I've spent lots of time with my nanny and my auntie and my kaumatua. I think what I wanted to say about karanga is these days I see a lot of tap-taps. Like, someone go, oh, and I've got to do the tap-tap sometime too oh, to yeah. remind or ask sometimes my wahine and sometimes it's tetahi fire that I'm accompanying or vice versa yeah. to, you know, that this is a pertinent time to do a karanga. Oh, a- yeah. And it could be... Well, because they're not actually only reserved for the marae. That's right. And that's what I wanted to talk about. So I think yeah. when we when we think karanga, we think marae straight away and, and rightly so because that is where, that is the bastion of our tikanga and our practices and rituals and protocols and things like that and that's where you'll hear the karanga mainly mm-hmm. but there are times where you'll hear the karanga in other places e.g an acknowledgement perhaps at a graduation yeah sometimes when i go to marae or hui you know one of our tikanga is to get up and thank the ringawera 
Yeah. And sometimes it's fitting for the wahine to do a karanga to acknowledge the ringawera as opposed to a male getting up to do a whaikore or yeah. a mihi to the ringawera. Okay. And sometimes it's, sometimes I think it's better. In the karanga as well, she can sort of like, you get, she puts these key kupu in there to say, oh, you know, it's time to go home. And she sort of like hurries the crowd up as ah, well. Ah, I see. Yep. Yeah, so there's other instances where you can use karanga or where karanga is used, I should say, by those that are knowledgeable in karanga. That's not always on the marae. Yeah. Birthdays are another one. One I remember is doing a karanga to the wedding cake. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And, and a as wedding the, cake? Or as the wedding cake's being cut or the birthday cake. Birthday is that cake. more like, you know, not literally to the cake, but more it's a significant moment? Mm, yeah. And I think what we're missing in Te Ao Māori, and this is the same for Fai Kōrero, is a lot of the time you need to give the person the tap-tap to tell them, okay, this is the right time when you should get up. Whereas our tūpuna knew, they just knew inherently within themselves, okay, this is the time to do a karanga, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it just came out naturally. Well, it's just normal, it's just everyday life, whereas yeah. we're sort of reclaiming mm. things, the culture, that, yeah, we are learning as we're going. Mm. And we have to figure out when those right times are. Koina. And in another tetehi tikanga i roto ya tainui, is a lot of whānau or kaumātua will stop at Taupiri, which is the maunga Aye, yeah. between Ngārua Wahi and Rahui Pōkeka, or Huntley. And that is the maunga mountain that is sacred to Waikato and to the Kingitanga. Mm-hmm. They'll stop there and the kuia or fire will get out into a karanga. Yeah. And it's quite neat, you know, and this can be any time during the day and there's like, you know, hundreds of cars going past, it's all noisy and this karanga is ringing out from the opposite side of the road if you're going towards Auckland from yeah, this way yeah. or vice versa as an acknowledgement. Yeah. You know where Te Waka Otainui is buried? Mm. Makitu, mm. Kafia. Mm-hmm. So it's buried at Te Ahurei, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what it's called. We went there on a class noho for my Te Opukitanga class and our kayako got one of the women from our class group to do a karanga as we ascended Te Ahure. Mm. Yeah, I thought that was, that for me, I at the time was like, oh, what's this about? But then when I thought about it, you know, we're in these significant areas. You've got the waka buried right there and we're going up to Te Ahure, which was the first or one of the first wānanga sites. It was, was for Tainui anyway. Yeah, for Tainui, yeah. yeah. that's where the wānanga was first established. Yeah, the Sacred House house of Learning was established firstly at Te Ahure and then branched out from there to other places. So, yeah, that was fitting. So that's a good example of karanga being used in a, in a non-marae setting. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, other, and not just as a ritual of encounter. Yeah. Because, you know, you know, there's many times when we have whakatau or pōhiri at Actually, places that aren't the marae. Yeah. Yeah, and... You know, we still uphold our tikanga in those places. Going to do a karaki is another one. Mm-hmm. Going through, oh, geez, I can't remember. It was it was in the ngahere anyway, and it was a wahi tapu. Same sort of a thing. Oh, Acknowledgement yeah. of the wahi tapu. Yeah. Yeah, so there's all sorts. I don't think there's a kaupapa where you cannot or should not karanga. Yeah. Yeah. You just mentioned whakatau and pōhiri. Mm. What's the difference? Because I've been to so many whakatau lately that people have said, oh, this is just a whakatau, but mm. it seems the same to a pōhiri to me. Well, a whakatau still holds the same elements of a pōhiri or the principles of a pōhiri. Yeah, pohiri. because it, they always have a karanga. Well, not always. Oh, the ones I've been to, sorry. Yeah, 
a whakatau doesn't always have a karanga, and that therein lies the difference. Okay. And whakatau, some, you know, it's a new, not a new word, but it's a new concept, I should say. And what I don't like is the, I guess, taking its mana away by saying it's just a whakatau. It's not a porphyry. Yeah. It still holds the same mana because you're acknowledging somebody. Yeah. Or you're acknowledging something. But it might be bereft of all the bells and whistles of a porphyry. Okay. So to speak. Yeah. Uh, okay, because I just figured, because I do the online marae profile project that's being run by Waikato Tainui, and they document all of the Tainui marais. Mm. And so every time we go to a new marae to do our project, we have a whakato. Mm. There's always a karanga, there's whaikorero, we do a hariru, we go for a cup of tea afterwards, mm. and we dress smartly, I'm like, this seems the same as a porphyry to me. Yeah, on all those occasions, though, have you come through the gate or like have yep. some of them started in yep. the Farikoi? No, not in the Farikoi, no. Oh, Always okay. in the Farikoi. So I'm like, oh, maybe it's just being called a Fakato because there's only a very small group of us. Yeah, see, that would be still a porphyry to me. Whereas a Fakato on a Marae in the Marae setting would be the people are akin to the Marae. Mm-hmm. Or that for me, if I went to a Raukawa Marae, Tetei Marae he Raukawa, and it was for a hui, I wouldn't expect to have a porphyry. Yep. I would be comfortable for the hui to start in the Farekai or wherever, the Farenu or Farekai, and then for someone to stand up and then mihi kiao and kotana mai he fakatauiau i roto i te whare. Okay, yeah. You know, I wouldn't have to go through all of the formalities of, yep. of, a, of a regular or a porphyry, so to speak. I see. Yeah. Yeah. So my ones that I thought were whakato are actually porphyry. I think those are porphyry. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the difference. And yeah. sometimes, in some whakato, again, the tikangas with the iwi kainga or whoever's running the whakato, sometimes you don't have an opportunity to respond. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that is the, the primary... That's different because we're such an inclusive culture. And well, then... um, competitions are an example. Oh, so when you start at a whakataitai, some will get up, do the karakia, and then some will do a mihi whakatau, but nobody gets up out of the audience. It's straight into it. Yeah. See, so that's an example yeah. of whakatau. Okay, yeah. Or an event like an awards night or something. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay. So those are instances of whakatau. Another question about karanga, and this is from Awaroa Rapana. Mm. Nā kupu o te karanga tangihanga ahako te iwi. Tērā pia he rereke ngā kupu o tainui karanga ki e tahi atu iwi. Well, yeah, it could be some of the words. I think, so I think I understand she's asking if the words that iwi use in their karanga e tangihanga differ because yeah. of the iwi they're in or from, I should say. Well, yeah, they would, like in the whaikōrero or like in just talking mm-hmm. because of the rangi or the meta yeah. and the kupua iwi or the words that are special or unique to that particular iwi. So yes, they would be. Yeah, because it's not like there's one set structure, eh? For karanga? Yeah. Well, there is. If a uh, hui mate, as they would say up north, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to a hui tangata ora, which is a kaupapa or hui for the living, the karanga would change slightly because in a hui mate, as you're coming on to the marae, your first karanga or reply, I should say, would be to the whare tupuna and the mate or straight to the mate even. Yeah. 
and you will hear the words uh, hoki wairu mai uh, yes, of the people yeah. that are calling. So now that the structure does change slightly between uh, a tangihanga and a hui tangata ora. Okay. Mm. Going back to that karanga wānanga that I was at, well, I was just taking the photos there, but it's quite interesting, my job, how I'm there as a photographer, but you still kind of take it in mm. um, what's happening. And a lot of the time I do take it in because it's kaupapa that are interesting to me and that I want to learn about anyway. Yeah. But I remember in this karanga wānanga, one of the challenges were to not use Haere mai, to mm. use a different word from mm. haere mai. Mm. So what are some other examples that people could use? Well, I'm a bit iffy in giving kupu because there's tons of wahine Māori out there that have their kupu and I wouldn't want a woman telling me what to say in my whaikōrero. True. So I, might, I feel I might be treading on some toes if I was to feed some <laughs> kupu nationally and internationally via the mic. Yeah. But I think the whakautu or the answer to your question lies in that example you gave. And this is the evolution of karanga, and I suppose that's a good wānanga to an evolution of whaikōrero. If you listen to karanga and whaikōrero today, and you listen to whaikōrero 10 years ago, and then 20 years ago, and then 30 years ago, you'll see a big difference and shift in the type of language, how we're using the language, I notice now in karanga and whaikōrero, particularly karanga, just speaking about karanga, wahine use more kupu whakarite. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the language or how we how karanga is embellished, like that kupu, has come a long way because wahine are being encouraged to do so. Yeah. I think it's good because creative keeps you fresh. Yeah, hara. You know? So, yeah, so my tip would be, I wouldn't want to give any words, but is to go out there and if you are if you have started doing the karanga to sit with the people that have the mohi o tango the matauranga first and foremost and give you the blessing to do that that rangahai because you might stand up on your papakainga if you're kai karanga or you've been given that honour to Miarawake nanny turns around and goes hey what's that kupu hey that's not our kupu we yeah. don't say that yeah yeah. That does happen. So I must admit, even though, you know, I am I like to move with the times and I'm quite a creative person and I like doing new stuff and things like that. But I'm also, I'm really a traditionalist at heart. And when I hear a karanga, I like hearing the new karanga, if you want to call it that, or the creativity in karanga. Yeah. But I still like to hear haramai as well. Yeah. In a karanga. Okay. Because when I hear haramai, I think of my old people. Okay, yeah. I think... My advice would be to, you know, be careful in your creativity and don't stray too far from um, what makes karanga karanga, I guess, and yeah. from, from some of those words that our kuya used. And the same for the whaikōrero. Yeah. Exactly the same. I mean, I like being creative in the whaikōrero uh, because I do a lot of whaikōrero. That's the diff- um, That's part of my job. Part of yeah. my job as poetikanga for te wānanga o te roa zai whai kōrero. Yeah. I sit on the paipai at mai marae. I'm a speaker for the iwi and I say this in humility. And lately I've been honoured to be a speaker when we follow the king and on Tūranga Wai. So, and so, I don't know, some tāne might be out there listening. So I'm, I'm like doing whai kōrero weekly. Yeah. Because it's very different to somebody who may only do a whai kōrero once every couple of months or maybe even once a year. Yeah. I'm doing a whaikōrero once a week, sometimes even more. So to change it up for me and to stay ahead of my game or on my game and to stay sharp and 
to make it entertaining for me as someone as a narrator, I like to be creative. Yeah. So I appreciate that, but at the same time, I like to maintain those old school things. Yeah. yeah. Actually, while we're on Fire Cordial, so I remember watching the Fire Cordial series on Maori television, and you're actually in it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what episode or anything I heard this on, but I remember hearing somebody mention that there's actually different roles on the pai pai. Like, so the first speaker in their fire corridor has a specific role. Another speaker should acknowledge tumatoinga, is that right? Mm. And then like, there's different roles for each person on the pai. You're hearing mostly in Matatua the expression of building your fire corridor. And of course the kawa in Matatua and throughout other regions as mainly the kawa throughout Aotearoa or Aotearoa and Te Waipounamu is paeke. The two paeke. iwi, yeah, paeke, which is all one side and then the other. Yeah. So you say so the tangata whenua and then the manuhiri. Depending on where you go there, down in Whanganui, it changes at a tangihanga. No, in Whanganui, they're paeke, but it changes around the other way. So at a tangihanga, all of the manuhiri will go first. Oh, okay. Then the tangata whenua, because their whakaaro is the manuhiri have come you know, to speak to the two papakus, so they should get the first oh, that, kōrero. that makes sense, that's nice. Yeah, so there's a little difference there. The only two iwi that are tautuutu or waka is tainui and te arawa. Mm-hmm. And tauranga moana is a, an exception to that rule because while they are mātātu, they descend from mātātu and tākitimu, you will find a lot of the marae in uh, tauranga uh, tautuutu, not paeke. So that's something for you all to know. Yeah, so you'll hear this, this expression, I've heard it mainly in Tuhoi, of building your whare kōrero. Yeah. And this is when paike is the kawa. And your whare kōrero is build your, your pōtokoman, your tuāpapa, your pōtokoman or the, or the heart pole, the ridge pole, the tahuhu, and the heke, which oh, come off beautiful. the kaupapa. Yeah. Yeah. And there shouldn't be anywhere in there where, because you're not going to get another shot. Your pipe isn't going to get another shot. So every speaker reinforces the whare kōrero that the first speaker has started to build or add on to. Um, yeah. yeah. And there shouldn't be anything that you leave out. And I think that is more difficult than tautūtū because with tautūtū, which is one for one, yeah. tangata whenua and then, you know, it, it alternates between the yeah. tangata whenua and the manuhiri. Is if the manuhiri says something the tangata whenua doesn't like, well, they get an, an, oh, an, they sort an of opportunity get to, to reply. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas paike, you don't get that opportunity. But the whakaaro with, with paike and the orators of paike is that you build your whare kōrero so strong that there shouldn't be anything there to uh. bring your whare down. I love uh, that to, concept. That's beautiful. Yeah, but in Taututu, I think now in Tainui, we seem to go down the paipai, but talking to a lot of my kaumātua, so we'll start at this end and then work down. Mm-hmm. But um, a few of my koroa had said that it wasn't like that when they were young. Yeah, It would start with one, and then whoever had the best reply to the manuhiri, he was the one that would get up. Oh, okay. You don't necessarily go down the paipai like yeah. we do today. Yeah. So... That's something that seems, about. yeah, that seems like a debate. Well, sometimes it's not a debate. Sometimes, well, it is sometimes a debate. And then there's other times where someone from, I don't know, Taranaki might come. Yeah. And then you want to respond with their whakapapa, but oh. the next speaker doesn't, doesn't actually know that whakapapa. Say, say someone goes, well, kei te mohi kwa ki na whakapapa, it's better that you get up to respond. You can connect them. Because regardless of whatever the kaupapa is, 
Karanga and Faikorero, one of the big kaupapa for both of those tikanga is to connect one another and whakafanaunga. Yeah. So regardless of what, what the kaupapa is or regardless of if there's, you know, some tension and things, and usually if there's a hui, you will touch on it in the pōwhiri, in the mihi mihi, but you'll leave the guts of it for later in the hui. Yeah. You must fulfil your obligations, your, your tikanga of and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So you shouldn't be slandering one another in the porphyry. No, well, that's more a point to break the ice and yeah, exactly. all get on the same level. And then when you have your wānanga later, your hui. Yeah, that's yeah. when you dive into it. Yeah, I mean, we could sit here all day and talk about karanga and whaikōrero. I know. There's, there's so many things that we could talk about. Well, you've already pulled uh, out, like, so many of them. I'm just even knowing that Taututu is the back and forth one, mm. and that's the name for that. And Paeke is the kawa where you do one whole side and then the other side. Mm. For me, knowing those two names now is, is a good step. Yeah. And Taututu yeah. is also known as Ko Kirikiri, ko is the other one. Kirikiri or Kirikiri? Yeah. Kirikiri. Kirikiri. Taututu Ko Kirikiri is the other one. Ko Kirikiri. Cool. Yeah. So I have seen in Whaikōrero, people who are non-Māori mm. delivering Whaikōrero. Mm. But what about in Karanga? Yeah, interesting concept, day eh? Because, and we've had this discussion, or I've had this discussion in lots of wānanga. And I don't want to say there isn't a wairua concept in Whaikōrero, but the Karanga is, I would say, holds a spiritual element that the Whaikōrero does not. Mm. And holds a connection to the ira wahine, that the whaikōrero holds with the ira tāne, but in some iwi, you will get some wahine who are are permitted to speak as per the tikanga of that iwi. Uh, Whereas I don't know any iwi that allow tāne to get up to karanga. Mm. And again, this is another wānanga because, you know, we can talk about transgender or transsexual era kōrero, and I think there has been some kōrero on that, but we're not going to talk about that. The whakaro that I've heard from practitioners of karanga are that they're not really okay with wahine pākehā to do karanga. Yeah. Because they're, one, they haven't been brought up on the marae. Mm-hmm. Two, they're bereft of a iwi, they're bereft of connection too. But that's not saying that wahine pākehā do not because there are a lot of uh, wahine pākehā who have been brought up or who have been... They've married into a hapu or iwi and they've spent a lot of time with that iwi. Yeah, so they've yeah. spent time with kaumatua, with kuia. But this brings us, you know, there's so many things we could deliberate because also I'm not I'm not keen on tamariki doing karanga. Mm, no, I haven't seen that. Yeah, I'm not keen. Well, you see it in kapahaka. Oh, yeah, true. You know, yeah. you see it all the time. And, you know, karea no te toto ki Ah, uh, yeah. You know, and that was one tikanga is that, you know, me wahi nekwe and... I think we're putting these things on our tamariki because of te kapaka Yeah. And things in there. Some people will agree with me and some people won't. I've told my niece, who's at the Kura Māori, Wharekura, she's not, she, she came home one day and told me that she'd done the karanga because she was asked to. And she was fine, she know, and I know e pai tōna reo and she's got a lovely voice for it. And I said to you, me koe e karanga. Never again. And she said, hea hai. And I says, hea nga tikanga o te karanga. And she shrugged her shoulders and I go, that's why. Mm. You can't tell me how na tikanga te karanga. Well, she got one right. She said, me wahi ne. And I said, kāpai. It goes, <laughs> mau pane koti, kāpai. Hea no etai o aua. But in saying that, there's a lot of 
awahi ne pakeke who wouldn't be able to answer that either. They've just been taught to karanga, told to karanga, but they may not have had a wānanga with the concepts of karanga and yeah. te iho atua o te karanga or its godly origins, I should mm-hmm. say. Yeah. Some people, when I photograph pōhiri, and it, it's something I've done a lot of, but some people don't want the karanga to be photographed. Mm. So yeah, it's not that they were camera shy or anything, but it was just that in their view, the karanga was one of the more sacred parts of the pōwhiri. And I guess that maybe because they're opening the doors, they're that first voice. Well, that's what I gathered from it anyway. Do you have any thoughts on that? I think that's cool. <laughs> that's my thought on that, that, that there are still those of us or wahine that think like that. Yeah. Yeah, I support that. I fully support that. The manas with the kaikaranga. You know, we're sort of touching a little bit on technology in the tikanga space. Yeah. It's one that we are trying to find a balance with, and it's been a long, long time. You know, people think it's new. It's not. Um, you listen to the old recordings and archives and things like that, and a lot of our tupuna were very reluctant to record for uh, Mervyn McLean. Oh, so they got a, right. Yeah, big waiata mō archive in uh, Auckland University. You know, he went around the country with this old recorder, Years and years ago, yeah, and they were very reluctant in recording their motetia in Karakia, mm-hmm. uh, but his was keeping a record of it. Mm-hmm. So I understand that. Yeah, yeah, I understand. It would be really. I wouldn't want to have Karakia recorded because I would think that was too sacred, and I wouldn't want those going out to everybody. Mm, I think the thing is, we we forget with Karangas, and this is the spiritual element, is one of the key principles of karangas to bring or call the spiritual world. Ah. And and that is why the karanga takes on that... That sacred embodiment. And that level, they call it the ihirangaranga. So it goes on another frequency, a spiritual frequency, yeah. I should say. And that is that would be a reason why those people wouldn't want to be photographed. Yeah. Oh, I mm. like that. So there's a kupu for you, ihirangaranga. So ihirangaranga. Yeah, spiritual frequency. Well, there you go, everybody who's always like, oh, women should be equal and get to fire kōrero as well. Well, you know what? Mm. We get a way cooler job. That's right. And hey, I just want to say too, and don't, like the thing is because we've got so many holes on our pai pai and in our marae in terms of people that had those responsibilities and were able to carry them out with the mana that those responsibilities needed. Now we're trying to be super Māori fellas and fella sisters. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got to be the everything. We've got to be the, we've got to know how to fight corded. We've got to know how to karaki. We've got to know how to open house. We've got to know, and same with the wainet. She's got to know how to motete. She's got to know how to karanga. Yeah. She's got to know, you know, whereas in the old days, again, people had their roles and not everybody done the karanga. Not all wainet done the karanga. No. Not all men done the fight corded. But in our efforts to fill those responsibilities, you know, we have these mass wānanga. I'm not putting them down. I'm not saying we don't do that. But, yeah, there were women that didn't do the karanga. And I think if you heard the voices of some, you well, know. Well, you could understand like, why. Just like not everybody <laughs> should sing on the karaoke. <laughs> but we still do it. <laughs> we recently got a message from Olivia Violet Robinson. And she has written here in her message. 
I would love an opinion on using the phrase ngā mihi. Mm. I was slayed in public for asking my son to use the term ngā mihi fire to acknowledge and thank the fire he was addressing. I was totally embarrassed and have lost a bit of confidence around using te reo. I would really love some feedback if you have time to respond. I would gladly accept a mistake too if I used it inappropriately, although I hear it used all the time. Mm. And I hear that used all the time as well. Mm. And although I've often wondered to myself, what is a better way to say thank you without saying ngā mihi? I actually don't know. So I'm on this lady's page. Yeah, well, firstly, I'm, you know, I'm empathetic that she went through that and Thank you for sharing that with us. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry for how you felt. And I'm not apologizing for the person that berated you in public, but there's no need to do that. And I think I have, or we have spoken about on some of the other shows about those of us that are a bit more knowledgeable when it comes to supporting others and correcting them when they need to be, not to do it so publicly and don't do it in a way where they're going to be, you know, he pati wairua tērā. Yeah. You know, he uh, pati wairua tērā mahi. It's their wairua. Yeah. It, it feels, takes their wairua. Yeah, it feels bad to be um, um, whakaiti. I'm not sure if it was the ngāmihi that got, or what, and, and it's hard for me to comment because I don't know the situation or the context of it. Generally, ngāmihi has become popular. Yeah. It's not something I use. Ngāmihi means greetings. It's more informal than formal. If I was to use ngā mihi, I'd put something on it. So I'd say, like he said, ngā mihi fire. More correctly, you'd say ngā mihi ete fire. Mm-hmm. Ngā mihi nui kia koutou. Ngā mihi kia tato. Ngā mihi mō whakaro. So greetings to you for thinking about me. But now it's been sort of used as a standalone, ngā mihi. Yeah. And people say, well, it means greetings. What if you want to greet someone? You wouldn't just say he mihi. Or whatever, you know what yeah. I mean? But Ngamihi has become popular and it's become a popular sign off on emails, on texts, and also in passing by. Yeah. I feel for you, Olivia. Yeah, all I can offer is I wouldn't have berated you or your son like that in public. I don't think that was correct at all. Yeah, but there are other ways you can use Ngamihi instead of just ngāmihi standalone. So it's a bit hard for me to comment on that because I don't know the context, the full context. Yeah. I don't know if it was, was it on the marae? Was it at a, what What was the event? What was the kaupapa? Mm. Yeah. But yeah, ngāmihi has become sort of a greeting that we've sort of, yeah, ngāmihi. It's sort of like become a slang, would you say? I think so. Yeah. It's become popular probably over the past, yeah, five years. I've noticed it being used more. Yeah. yeah. Would ngā mihi o te wā be yep. a bit ngā more appropriate? Yep. And can be used in a lot of different settings? Yeah. Yep. So that's one of my, I used it on the emails. Tēnā koe ngā mihi o te wā, mm. ngā mihi o te krihimete. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ngā mihi o te tauhau. And you hear, you know, ngā mihi o te ata. Oh, yeah. Morning's greetings. Yeah. Yeah. And they, again, those are new ways of greeting each other because we didn't really have a morena or morning was just like tēnā koe ki aura. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you've, you've kind of sprung something else in my mind. On those morena-type greetings, mm. you know how there's pō marie mm. and ata marie. Mm. What's the difference between pō marie and pō rarau? Pō rarau. I don't use pō rarau. 
one of my aunties didn't like Paul Mari as well. Oh, and really? They, no, we never used it. And now it started getting popular, I think, in the early 90s is when we started using Paul Mari. Yeah. It should be Paul Mari, but we say Paul Mari mostly. And same with yeah, Atamari. Yeah. On the Mari, ah, peaceful. Hey, like, it doesn't mean good, yeah. means peaceful. So have a peaceful night, peaceful morning. Atamari. Yeah. Poor Mari. Yeah, Morena. Pōrarau. I'm not sure what that means. Yeah, well, because I've tried searching them before and I don't know. But I was going to ask next about Pōr Atarau. Oh, Pōr Atarau. So I've heard that one is when it's um, night time, but it's after midnight. Pōr Atarau. Yeah. Yeah, see, then you start getting into all these... Super technical. Yeah. Okay. You know, going back to the Māori, yeah. I've heard ahi ahi Māori. Yeah, I've heard that too. And it makes sense, but it's just something I wouldn't use, yeah, myself. Yeah. It just doesn't feel right. Yeah. So just going back to this fire, Mm. ngā mihi fire, what's a, so the better way to maybe have used that could have been ngā mihi ete fire. Yeah. Or ngā mihi nunui ki a koe. Ngā mihi nunui ki a koe te fire. Yeah, yep. and then perhaps insert after there what you're actually giving the acknowledgement for. Yeah. To her. Or is it just a, is it just an acknowledge like a hello, like thank you? Could yeah. ev- could they have even said instead just a simple tenakwe? Or is that yeah, more tenakwe first te greeting? Tenakwe te fire. I know I use tenakwe all the time. I I think, you know, Tenakwe and Kiora depends on the time and the person, but I still use tenakwe with my good mates. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It all depends on the situation. Like, homai te pata, they give it to yeah. you. Tēnā koe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Mm. You've just cleared a little something up. I just want to s- just quickly touch on these questions or suggestions from people. A mm. uh, recent one from Sam Bunge. I hope I'm saying that Kia right. Sam. And they've said, Kia ora e te whanau, he rārangi o ngā waiata o te wikitau. O te rā, ka taia e o te whakarongo ngā waiata i Spotify, iTunes rānei, he playlist pia, ngā mihi mō tō koutou mahi. Oh, there you mō go, tō there you go, ngā mihi mō tō koutou mahi. Tika ana, oh yes. There you go, yes, there you yes, go. Yes. And then going over to Kaston, I hope I've said that right, Kaston Yenu. Anihana Woodman, who pretty much asked the same thing, if we could put together a Waiata o Te Wiki playlist. Mm. And also Georgina Kaleev. Well, guess what, Etefano? We have got something coming for you. Over the summer break, we're going to be on, That's on right, break. That's we're going to be on a break. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Um, well, anyway, over that summer break, we are answering all your prayers and there will be two, maybe three, Waiata compilation episodes. Yeah, we'll be gone for about two or three weeks and there won't be any normal podcasts playing because we'll be away lapping up the holidays, but there will be the Waiata compilations. Can't play. I think that'd be cool. I'd love to just jam the, that as a playlist. There you go, jam in the car. And while we're on Waiata, te Waiata te wiki. This week's Waiata te wiki is Hautoa Matatika. This song actually features Tariao Tianga. Oh, kia ora Tariao. Kia ora Tariao. Multi-talented that Tariao Fakarungo mai.
going to be about making choices. We are individuals all coming together to try and make a difference. We have to find a way. Troy o Tamariki and the supporters of Te Reo Māori. Tarea's got such a unique voice. Heroreka. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a kupu for you for you guys. Heroreka. Roreka. Yeah. Sweet sound. Sweet voice. Was that the same okay. as Manutioriori? Manutioriori. I think Manutioriori is more of a kupu fakarite, whereas Roreka, Roreka describes the voice of a Manutioriori. Ah. Yeah. Oh, there you go, Etefane. There you That's go, Etefane. And that was part of the Songs of Rangahau album brought to you by Tewanango Tiaroa. And you can find that on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And it will also feature on our Waiata Watiwiki Waiata compilation episodes. Love it. So, write me Momo Takuto Aromai. Wasn't a waste of time. Okay. And giving your paying attention by Taringa via Taringa to myself and Erika Itineira. And here today, do you have any closing comments? Oh, I'd just like to point out that it's pretty cool that I get to be on this podcast and it's like every week I'm here getting a private tuition from the Paraune Gloin. <laughs> and just want to say thank you. And it is my pleasure to have you on here too. Tēnā koe. Tēnā pai te wairua o Atawa kore rero. Nō reira ka mihira kia koe. And e miha tūnei māua kia koutou e te iwi whānui. I tei ka Māui whakawhiti te mua nō raukaua ki te waipounamu o tira te ao whānui ko Māua tēnei mai i te wānonga o te roa i taringa tēnā koutou hei kona maira. Fakarongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Korero flowing at the hooker force Kou papa relevant, kou papa out of bounds Kou papa exigent, kou papa paramount Nā kona whakapiri mai ki te Kou papa tino whakahira hira Fakarongo pi karikari mai Hare are mai o tāringa hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kāne kāne move that body Kāne kāne move that body Taringa he mea tuku nā te wānanga o Aotearoa. To listen to more episodes, search for us on your podcast app and subscribe. Taringa, whakarongo mai. <laughs>